I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Remember being all super stoked about the preseason? Not just the part where they were 3-0 and and did everything right with the first-teamers. It had a lot to do, you'll recall, with this summer's draft class. Yeah, right. Remember them? That part's a little harder. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates, other two teams in town that I cover. This team will resume practicing, actually begin its official week of practicing today in advance of the Sunday game in Los Angeles against the Rams. Yesterday was Mike Tomlin's press conference with us evil, annoying reporter types. And probably the headline that emerged from that was a wishy-washy, nonetheless actual endorsement of Dan Moore as the starter at left tackle. Now, Moore was with the first teamers Monday in the first session coming out of the bye week. And while Tomlin acknowledged that, and in fact, Acknowledged that Moore looked good, per Tomlin's assessment, in that work. This is what he had to say as far as Moore being the starter. That's a big if. Uh, we got some work ahead of us. Um, he'll be given an opportunity to show his progress over the course of the week, and we'll make that decision at the appropriate time. It doesn't behoove us to make hypothetical statements at the early portions of the week. Um, he looked pretty good yesterday. We'll see where the week leads us. Okay, so that is pretty much what I had speculated yesterday it would be. He's trying to push a lot of different people's buttons. He wants to make sure that everybody at every position, at least the ones he doesn't 100% trust in that capacity, meaning, you know, the obvious exceptions, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, etc. He wants to make sure that they're just firing on all cylinders, fearing for their jobs, playing for their lives. 
he sees that as a big, big, maybe the biggest part of his role as a head coach. However, as I also mentioned yesterday, doesn't mean he's making the right decision or putting the right player on the field. In fact, in fact, if you want to take this concept and really stretch it out, these kids that we saw in the preseason were legitimately exciting. They showed very real potential. They made you believe whether it was correct or not, whether it was the right context or not, or too small a sample size, doesn't matter. They made you believe, you I'm talking about, that there was a great group coming in to augment with the current group and that together they were just going to be on this collective mission and it was going to be fun. Remember the term fun being thrown around left and right? This is going to be fun. Yeah, that's fun. Did you see this play over here? That was fun. But when you put all of these players together from this draft class and you come up with the entire list, I'm just going to read it to you. This is what's become of them through the bye week. Roderick Jones, obviously, doesn't have a starting job, even though in his one and only start, the most recent game against the arch rival, he was, by every attainable measure, perfect at left tackle. Zero sacks, zero quarterback hits, zero quarterback pressures, and by every accounting, pretty efficient on the run block. Doesn't matter. What's the priority for the head coach? You heard it. You heard it. It's to let Moore have a chance to win his job back coming off an injury. It's some sort of principle thing. He would later acknowledge exactly that. He thought it was okay to say that out loud. That's how strongly these guys are stuck in, not their ways, but the way, the Steelers' way. I keep telling you guys, that's the priority here. Above winning, it just is. Joey Porter Jr., same situation. Same exact situation. All you have to do is look at Pat Peterson's numbers. Look at his missed tackles among the worst in the National Football League for his position. Look at the coverage or lack thereof. He's not who he used to be, so I'm trying to phrase this respectfully. Because he once was what Tomlin apparently still thinks or hopes that he is. Whereas Porter's numbers, again, small sample size, limited duty in uh, critical situations. But when he's been out there, they're only throwing at him on one of every 10 possible coverage snaps. And when they do, he's winning. And he's winning thoroughly. He's winning almost as much as Jones is at left tackle. Why is Joey not starting? Don't overthink it. Same thing. Tomlin would end up suggesting in his press conference that sometimes it's about who you've got to beat out. Really? Because at least from my vantage point, the only thing that Joey has to beat out at his position is the name. It's Peterson's name. It's Peterson's brand. It's Peterson's reputation. It's what Peterson and his potential presenters 
will have to deal with in Canton, but it's not the player. And again, the other thing is the priority. Go right down the list. Keanu Benton. You would think he would have had a world of opportunity with Cam Hayward out. Really hasn't. They keep kind of moving him in, and everyone keeps saying, yeah, he's doing great, doing great, arrow up. All right. Still not out there. Still not out there regularly. Darnell Washington. Oh, we were all fired up. I'm not exempting myself from any of this, by the way. We were all fired up for Darnell. Massive tight end. What a weapon this guy could be. Pat Fryermuth goes down. Zach Gentry hasn't been here all year. Darnell is the last tight end standing, still doesn't get utilized. Nick Herbig, oh man, we were we were ready to write poetry about the young Herbig, about everything that he was able to show and all the exciting splash plays he was able to generate. Now, look, I wouldn't be envious of any defensive coordinator who had to figure out a way to get a third outside linebacker onto the field when your first two are T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. But, you know, figure something out. Get a little bit creative. I don't know what. But I know what a football player looks like when I see him. That kid's a football player. All of these kids are football players. The other two guys, you can't really say much about with the class because... Corey Trice obviously was hurt in Latrobe. Spencer Anderson is a reserve lineman. But these first five, this was supposed to be the start of something. And they're not even being allowed to get started. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries stop in and say hello tell mike we sent you mike's beer bar i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you'll hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Today's J1Q comes from Robert who asks, DK, why is it that things which seems so self-evident to the fan base and other outside observers, are not so obvious to the Steelers' management. Now, I'm going to sound like a head case to you here, given what I just discussed in the opening segment and what I'm about to say now. But I always try to keep what I'm about to say now in mind in any criticism that I levy in the direction of a player, a coach, GM, owner, anybody associated with the team. Know why? They do legitimately have tons and tons and tons, infinitely, exponentially more information than any of us could ever have. There are people in my line of work who refer to themselves as insiders. I'm the insider. I'm your insider. Well, they're not. Okay, 
They're not on the inside. I'm not on the inside. I've been covering this team for more than a couple of decades now. I'm not on the inside. No one is, unless you're actually on the inside. Because in there, in that building on South Water Street, there is so much actual information, background, data that goes beyond what we see in the games. What could that possibly mean? You're wondering. I mean, because I'm seeing the guy and he stinks and I've had enough of him. Okay, well, sometimes that actually is enough. Conversely, when you see somebody playing well, the way these kids did through the preseason, when you see them doing things that show that they've got potential, you have bona fide reason to be excited because you saw that thing. You witnessed it with your own eyes. And it can't be manufactured or replicated. But what if, and I'm being completely hypothetical here, so don't read some sort of conspiracy theories into this. This is completely made up. But what if one or more of these players has some kind of issue that we don't know about? Maybe it's a health issue. Maybe they don't really try all that hard. Maybe they're not focused in the classroom settings. Now, you can say, well, so what? They're football players. Put them on the field. Let them play. You can do that to an extent. But to have them commit to being starters for the team, to have them commit, and I don't mean having the team commit them. I mean them committing. I meant that exactly the way I stated it. To being part of that group of 11 that takes the field, that has each other's backs, that's all giving the same level. Stuff that Troy Polamalu used to talk about a lot with the defensive guys. You're out here with us now. You're either with us or you aren't. Once you're out here, you're all the way in. Okay? If a player doesn't have that, that's not going to be knowledge that often makes it outside those four walls. It just isn't. No matter how insidery any of us in the media world think we are. So there's always, always, always going to be a gross, epic, grand-scale chasm in the amount of information that they have versus what we have. And I know that. I'm aware of it. I respect it. I think about it before putting forth any criticism. But I'll still go ahead with the criticism if I feel strongly enough about it based on what I actually do know, based on what I actually can acquire as knowledge. I hope all that made sense. It was an outstanding question. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody who listens to Daily Shot of Steelers. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow. 